0: This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast.
1: Welcome back to Drive the Lane. Of course, we're going to talk about Ohio State basketball, but it is Super Bowl week. So we are definitely going to talk Super Bowl. And you need to make some bets on Betfred Sportsbook for the super bowl here's the deal joey how many how many game props not even counting other props how many just straight up game props does bet fred have
0: oh i don't know somewhere in the neighborhood of 185 and it's tuesday andrew it's only tuesday
1: it's absolutely insane we were just looking at it sign up with the link in this episode description you, you gotta you gotta bet on some of these prop bets, half quarter bets, <laughs> which is just stuff that's gonna happen in the half or quarters, etc. There's 244 bets, and then in there's an other section with 32 bets. It's unbelievable. It's literally it, there's 93 options that you can bet on with touchdown score. This is of course you know 21 plus in Ohio. If you have a gambling problem, call one eight hundred Gambler. But this this is. Absolutely incredible stuff. We're going to talk a little bit later in the show about some of the bets that we like. We've narrowed down 185 to to a few, I guess. 70. (laughs) But before we get to the Super Bowl stuff, we got to talk briefly Ohio State basketball. Unfortunately, not much has changed from the last time we talked to when we talk now, and that is everything from what we think of the team you know the, the our opinion on the status of coach holtman and also the chances of making the tournament joey you you gave me a little insight into how you think they could make the tournament without just winning the big Ten tournament so briefly
0: lay that out you know just your run of the mill average just got to play equal to what the expectations are and win seven of the next eight that's what i think i think 18 wins he puts you in the conversation. Like we've been saying all along. And not only that, but that gives you 10 wins in the big 10, which is like actually kind of solid. If you go 10 to 10, it's like, you know what? Okay. And I can't even believe we're sitting here talking like this. They're not going to win seven of eight games. They're just they're For whatever reason, they're just not that good. I mean, it is what it is. It's clearly an anomaly of a season. Like they're just, they're just not good. It's so weird. I feel so bad for them, honestly, but it's got to the point where Holtman is sitting there. It's like, all right, well, we've changed quarterbacks and uh, we've we've changed offensive systems and we've gone from this sort of three down front to now we're going to four down, uh, four man uh, down linemen, four down linemen uh, up front. Um, maybe now it's time to change the play calling duties. And, and I think what I equate that to is there's been a change of leadership on the Ohio State Buckeyes and Bruce Thornton has been added as a captain, but he wouldn't, he being Coach Holtman, Mention, uh, who was removed from their captaincy, but it seems like, uh, they were moved removed. And and my guess is that it has to be the, the oldest guy on the team, justice suing. Um, and, and because we are such a positive and for the team and for the players, we're not going to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about the positive part, which is Bruce Thorne being a captain has a chance to be the first four year captain, um, in the history of Ohio state basketball, which is pretty unique. Um, we saw early on that this kid is special that's, but
1: that's I, that would be really cool but that's a big big jump from being named captain with like 10 games left to all of a sudden he has a chance to be the first four-year captain i guess well, he does. does
0: have a chance but can you name a three-year captain andrew how young probably actually but that's not who i was thinking of actually definitely because he played nine years
1: um was evan turner a three-year captain
0: no, Jay Sean Tate. Lighty, Lighty
1: had to have been a three-year captain too. No,
0: but but yeah, I'm talking about it's funny because in theory, Bruce Thornton, if there's another pandemic, could end up being a five-year captain. But but yeah. Kyle got to be a three-year captain because of the pandemic. JT was a captain as a sophomore through his senior year, three-year captain, one of like four in the history of Ohio, Ohio State basketball. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. What I think is hilarious is I remember my sophomore year, we were on a long losing streak at this time of the year. I actually, reverse that. It was my senior year because we were good. Sophomore year, freshman year, like no, like we just teetered on mediocrity the entire year. Um, my senior year, we were really good, like 13 and one or something crazy, 11 and one, and then we hit the stretch in January, which has now become Holtman's famous stretch, which has really only happened two out of like his six years. But I digress three now, um, where we lost like four or five in a row. And then we went to Nebraska and and I shaved my beard and I tweeted my beard died so we could live. And then we won that game. And, um, before that we went and we had our captain's dinner every in January, this year it's fe- end of February, but usually it's end of January. We have our captain's dinner and all the young captains get up and they go, you know, guys who had been out of the team for five, six, seven, ten 10 years. Um, They say, guys, it's been a pleasure watching you. Obviously, you guys know me. I'm around. You guys keep working hard. Trust your coach and and go Buckeyes. And and everyone claps. It's like, yeah. woo. Um, And that year, all the old guys were like, y'all need to play harder. Y'all need to – like they were like yelling at us basically. Rightfully so. This year, holy cow, the captain's dinner is about to be a riot. I want to bring a GoPro in there because it's going to be some good content because it's going to be guys going – just suing you to do blah, blah 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 and Zed key how blah, blah 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 and all the you young guys like stick around because it gets better and like it's just oh that's all i can think about when they name the new captains Is like it to be awkward going to captain's dinner and, and me getting up there and i say the same thing every time i've only gone to a few obviously i go hey guys i'm joey you guys all know me um uh, you know keep playing hard love these guys like brothers uh, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just nothing. And Kyle Young gets up there and goes, you know, guys, I was with you for four years just now. Literally every single one of you was my teammate last year. Um, it's kind so of, you know crazy.
1: it's kind of crazy that Kyle was on the team last year. Thinking back, like that's very,
0: very recent that he was on the team. Here's what, here's what I think people don't understand about this team. You And you're mentioning it. it like yes, they're young. They've got ta- whatever, whatever. They're talented, but they have old guys. They got vets. They got guys who've been to Ohio State for a long time. Guys who just showed up on campus six months ago. Like they are brand new playing with each other. I think that camp that's been understated for a long time, and it's just another excuse that we can use, I guess, right? But at the same time, it it's true. Like they lost four or five starters, right? Right, right. And and the experiment that that's been going on. It's just not working, right? the The roster construction is not good. Could we yeah. use a a physically imposing guy that's not injured uh, at center? Probably. Um, you know, it's just it, it, it's it's interesting that the composition of the roster was awesome if everyone's healthy and everything's honky dory, but it's not. And and uh, you know, you combine that with just the bad yet good luck of Dwayne Washington leaving early and and Malachi leaving early and. Um, EJ Liddell leaving early and all this stuff, which we've talked about at length, it's just crazy that we have to have the same conversations over and over again. And, and it's, you know, at some point you can't keep cutting the guy slack. But like, holy cow, it's just like your eyes are wide open, right? It, it, the the problem was, and this is kind of, I think this is the last thing we'll say about Ohio State basketball because it is the same story every single week for the past few weeks, and it is the Super Bowl, and we want to talk about that because it's more fun than talking about Ohio State basketball losing nine of 10, um, which is insane to say out loud. Um, But the truth of the matter is Ohio State had reasonable expectations to start the year. It was like best case scenario. We're in the top four, but really we're a middle of the pack team. And uh, it's like a bridge year to get the guys in next year. And then you've got nine freshmen and sophomores that are all, you know, really good players that can contribute together and they will rise together through the years. Then we start out and it's like, holy cow, you know, we're 10 and three, but we really could be 11 and two or even 12 and one. And holy cow that we beat Texas Tech. And that feels like years ago i know and 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 holy cow we beat Rutgers at the buzzer and bryce sensible is the second best freshman in the entire country and gonna win freshman of the year and he's scoring 20 by accident and felix akpara man he can give us great minutes and look at our freshman point guard holy cow bruce thornton's unbelievable oh and zed Key's giving you double three double doubles to start the year and justice suing had a 35 point game in hawaii like this team's unbelievable it was like well i flipped the switch you know, a quarter through the year, we went from, or a third through the year, maybe we went from okay, this team is going to be solid, and and whatever happens is just gravy. You know, it'll be a good year. We'll make the tournament, and and great. And and we had the same expectations on the show. Get to the Sweet Sixteen, and and everything's great. But then we all of a sudden, everybody in Buckeye Nation was like, "Holy cow, this team is so legit!" Oh my God, they're ahead of schedule. That's what the big buzzword, right? Ahead had a schedule there. I had a schedule. We need to change expectations. They definitely could be a sweet 16 team. They can definitely compete for the big 10 championship. They're ranked. They weren't supposed to be ranked. And that was the downfall. And then I was like, no guys, remember that this is a really new team with really new guys. And there's a lot going on uh, with new faces and new roles and everything. And now here we are under 500, which is just remarkable. So that's, I just, I say that just to say, and, and we've done a pretty solid job of being upset, but also rational in the sense that it's like guys are human. Things happen. College sports are weird. These guys are 18 to 22 years old, unless you're justice suing and Sean McNeil and ice who are 28 years old. But like these guys are young kids. It's hard to do this. And things happen. Breaks don't go your way. So, Oh, well, uh, that's just, I'm, I just thought that was interesting. I heard that on a show and saw a couple of tweets about the unrealistic expectations that just snapped into place ten games into the season, you know, uh, and it's it's just crazy that that's the life of. It's the same thing happened to TCU, right? They had no expectations, picked to finish second in the second to last in the Big Twelve, and then all of a sudden halfway through the year, it's like maybe they can win the Big Twelve. Now it's like maybe they can make it to the college football play. And then it's like holy cow, they're playing for the national championship. That's Mm -hmm. just the reverse of Ohio state. So, um, yeah, I feel like I've been going on and on and on. I just thought that was an interesting point that I, that I wanted to bring up before we, uh, talk some football. I, I, we do have, sorry. I I know you wanted to say something. We do. There are, there's one other thing that we can, that we do want to cover that's a little bit more fun. Well, I was going to,
1: I was going to transition to that. So yeah. First thing I want to say, though, is latest ESPN mock draft has sensible 15 to the jazz. So not a lottery pick, but damn will, close will be the lottery after a massive CBI performance. Not funny. I'm just kidding. But I mean, it. it it's fair. But um, so we're going to talk a little Twitter trends before we jump on the, the big one right now. My favorite thing on Twitter is Tim Hall freaking out that Ohio State has crazy good <laughs> like odds to win or whatever that is from ESPN which is really just there's more Ohio State fans out there than any other school and they're all just like clicking that they're going to win.
0: Oh no, that's not what it is. What is that? That is the like projection for ESPN like the like the the like like you know how they have the graph going on during the game of like, the expected team to win. That is like the the power ranking projection of Ohio State to win. And me and my dad were talking about this because my dad thought it was hilarious too. It's like it's like the kiss of death. Um, but the 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 funniest thing is is ESPN just has to assume that eventually Ohio State is going to win a game. Like they've been they they're too good not to. Yeah. And and it's like all right, well. Because they lost the last game as 72% favorites, we'll make them 76% favorites because they got to win this game. And then eventually it's going to get to us playing at home against Illinois in in, in three weeks. And it's going to be like, Illinois lost two in a row. Ohio State's lost 12 in a row. Um, maybe Ohio State's an 89% uh, percent chance to win this game. It's just like, holy guacamole. It's just unreal.
1: The other thing we want to talk about is
0: what about Tim Hall's Lebrons?
1: Yeah, it's kind of trending on Twitter. Uh, most underrated Buckeyes, Joey. You you tweeted Andrew Dachic as your answer today. We're gonna we're gonna hit on a few others before we talk Super Bowl bets. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I say Andrew Dachic, and obviously, it's <laughs> people who know me know it's a bit. Right. I mean, every time there's a name your favorite Ohio State basketball, name the most unsung hero from Ohio State sports. Who who was your favorite player growing up? I like literally always say Andrew, not you, Andrew, unfortunately. Andrew Docich. And um, like like always, like literally always. Um, and I and I do mean it. Like I do think that there's an element of Andrew Dockich being an underrated player in the sense that he was a walk on expected to do nothing he got put on obviously he was on scholarship at Ohio State he didn't really do anything in Michigan but then he was playing 26 minutes a game for a team that was a five seed in the NCAA tournament who came in second place in the Big Ten he's guarding Kevin Herter like he was very underrated and a very important piece of that team do I think he's the most underrated player in Ohio State sporting history absolutely not <laughs> but like even Evan we were talking about this before we recorded like E.T. Evan Turner he texted me he first he tweeted at me and deleted the tweet which was funny and then he texted me he's like dude you are fucking insane and i was like yeah i am and it's a bit but i have to keep rolling with it and i do part of me believes it um but obviously i have other answers what, who, who do you think andrew um i think cam williams is a pretty underrated buckeye
1: um that's the like he the way he played is kind of the kind of guy that would fit in with 95% of basketball teams. And I'm not talking about like his locker room stuff. I have no idea what he's like. As a teammate, you could hit me with it. He's the worst teammate ever. All that I'm basing it off of is like his game is perfect for either we need a fifth starter that can just get buckets or we need a six man off the bench, Lou Williams type player. So Cam Williams, underrated Buckeye. And actually on the football side of things, if he didn't have such a good NFL career, Terry McLaurin would be no. the underrated football Buckeye, but he now has such a different like legacy at Ohio state because of what he's been able to do in the NFL.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, it's like urban Myers, favorite player, obviously very well documented that he was going to name his next son, Terry. Um, Cam Williams is such a good answer. I mean, like I could have said that for sure. Um, I, you know, Cam is the best pickup basketball player I've ever seen the best practice shooter that I've ever seen. Um, So he as underrated as they come. He could give you 25 by accident. Um, Part of me, I'm sure he has a little bit of a regret also that he wasn't able. He, it's so funny. He had unlimited confidence in practice. Then he gets in the game and he shied away from some shots, but his senior year, he turned it on and was, totally cam williams which was a lot of fun but um like i remember he was hitting transition threes in the Rutgers game on senior night like one on one on one fast break and he was just pulling up for threes but a uh, couple guys come to mind for me um first and foremost jay sean tate i mean that dude um was as underrated as they come in terms of playing every single position uh he could not shoot barely could not shoot free throws, even really Um, couldn't go right. And just dominated every single game, toughness, hustle, leadership, uh, just uh, the hardest playing guy you'll ever see. Um, That's one guy. And then if you talk about guys who I, you know, did not play with, right. Um, You start thinking about like an Evan Ravenel, right. Who um, was obviously tremendous in getting, that that team to the final four but he wasn't really ever the main guy but everyone loves him the ultimate teammate could produce if needed been on the show um, obviously as obviously as well um and you just go back into the early coach Mata days and there's so many guards like jamar butler uh like uh, there's just so many guys matt sylvester like there's just so many guys that were just so underrated uh, on those teams as well a guy that big 10 player of the year and seems to never really get mentioned as an Ohio state. Great. And he should, is Terrence Dials too. Like Terrence Dials without him, like that was coach modest first year. Like that, that was a big deal. So uh, that kind of set the program on the right trajectory. So Wait, that's another guy that please. is important to note. And Holtman both
1: had big 10 player of the year, their first year.
0: Yeah. I don't know if it was literally modest first year. Um, but it was the first year that they had he was player yeah he was I think it might have been literally his first year
1: well, if that's the case then I'm on board to you know get rid of coach Holtman so we could have a new big ten player of the year next year if that's the trend funny Andrew very funny um, um i have I have an answer for what the answer will be in seven or eight years Kyle Young second mention of the day Kyle Young. <laughs>
0: Yeah. he will he he'll go down in history as as one of those guys that you know yeah every, everybody loves it's like how do you not love this guy you know i got one more aaron craft <laughs> i think he was really underrated no one talks about aaron craft ever yeah.
1: um should we get to some super bowl stuff yeah let's get to some super bowl stuff what do you have I in think, mind i think we'll just each pick a few prop bets i'll say this first though Um, you know, bet Fred wasn't legal till January 1st, way back in August or September, I put in a bet on the chiefs to win the super bowl on a different book, not because I don't love bet Fred, because it wasn't an option for me to do bet Fred. So I'm all in on the chiefs, probably put another bet in the chiefs or bet on the chiefs in there to have kind of like a double my action thing. But Joey, you almost convinced me to not say this bet because you said the Eagles score first in every game. Travis Kelsey or Jarek McKinnon, in my opinion, is going to be the first Chiefs score. So if you can find that bet of first Chiefs score right here, Kansas City Chiefs first touchdown score, Kelsey plus 280 um, McKinnon plus 500. So that's the safer bet. But if you want to get crazy, take them first touchdown altogether because they got some great odds. I mean, Kelsey is plus 700 for first touchdown. He's the, and that's plus 700 is a good bet for like the best player in the league to score the first touchdown of the game.
0: Yeah, I it's so funny. There's so many great things I I love here. Um I am the reverse of you. I think the Eagles are going to win. Granted, I'm going to I'll root for your future. There's uh, no harm in in me rooting for your future. I won't be betting a side either way in the game. Um, But I do think the Eagles are going to win. I also think the Eagles are going to score first. And if I had to pick two guys, um, a little bit different than Andrew, I'm going to take one guy that's rock solid and one flyer. Um, I actually have a free bet on Fred, bet (laughs) on, on bet Fred (laughs) that uh, you said Fred, I've already used, but I didn't use it on this guy. And the first guy is Miles Sanders. Scored the first touchdown last week. The Eagles obviously love to run the ball. If they get down in the red zone, they're gonna hand it off at least once, probably twice. Um, so so I think that that he's got a good chance to score the first. He's plus eight fifty on that Fred. Um, and then plus forty one hundred. The speedster on the outside, Mr. Quez Watkins. Um, I have used my free bet from Betfred on him to score the first touchdown. Let's just say if he scores the first touchdown, um, I'll do a giveaway. I'll do a giveaway. I don't know what it'll be. It might be money, but I'll do a giveaway.
1: I mean, there are some absolutely incredible bets in here. I'm just scrolling through it. Um, one of them that I really like, will, will either team... Well, the biggest lead, largest lead of the game by either team, over under 14 and a half, I'm going to go under. I don't think any team's going to be up by more than two touchdowns at any point in this game.
0: I'm not saying they won't be up by two touchdowns. And and on that same note, I think that it's just going to be a they score, we score, we score, they score type of game, and I love the over. I would like, I'm going to take an alternate over probably um, to get it to plus money. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. Like I kind of like like an alternate over of like 55, maybe even 60, like that neck of the woods. Pretty sure I'm looking, I'm looking here cause I'm on the random props right now. I'm trying to find it as we're talking. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's only like 50 or 51. Yeah. 51 on bet. Fred. And I kind of like, I see these alternate overs and I kind of like, over 55 and a half oh, at plus 164 or even over 59 and a half at 255 like get a little frisky there um that's you're just like basically you're just bent on the fact that there's going to be seven touchdowns you know like i, I like that so god these are,
1: these are great i i say we do one more each just cuz we could literally go on for hours but you you need to go on to bet fred and and take a look at this, because this is crazy. Um, and I'm going to tweet out here in a second how crazy this is. But got
0: more fun ones. Give me a fun one. Well, I think that Andy Reid always gets freaky in these games, and the Eagles will get freaky as well. Everyone's going to say, you know, pass thrown by other than a quarterback over .5. I like that one. But I also just, like, I'm, like, simplifying – the craziness. If Kadarius Tony is healthy, I think he scores a touchdown. I think he scores a touchdown. They last game before he got injured, he had a red zone target that went off his hands and he dropped. Um, Like, am I telling you to bet on him to score two touchdowns? No. Um, But if you look, if you look at the touchdown props uh, here as it's like, there's so many touchdown props. I can't even match touchdowns. Where is he? Kadarius Tony? Be- him to score touchdowns plus 360. Like, I love that. I love him to score touchdown. I think they get freaky. Um, the other fun one I had here, let me scroll over to it real quick, is – come on, where did it go? Oh, here we go. Uh, what will happen first, punt or score? And I think whoever gets the ball first is going to score. Um, so that would be any score, which is plus 110. Um, I actually love that. Uh, that's plus money. So that's where I stand for the freaky bets there. I have so many more, and I'm gonna tweet them out. And um on, on Sunday, I'm gonna tweet on the morning if Quez Watkins scores the first touchdown, here's the giveaway. So I have to I-, I will be doing that as well.
1: If you're listening to this episode right now, tell us giveaway ideas. Tell respond to Joey, respond to drive the lane, tell us giveaway ideas. I mean, I'm literally, it, this is so crazy how many props there are.
0: It's literally insanity. And as I'm sitting here, as we're talking about sports gambling, if Royce O'Neal hits another three and Chris Paul has two more assists, um, I might have to do another giveaway. <laughs> I love it. Um, you, what else do you have, Andrew? Anything else? We should should pick an obscure bet of some sort that we take together, Andrew. And if it hits, we give away, you know, $25 each of our winnings, you know, $50 total to a listener. Let me pick one right now. Something freaky.
1: How freaky? Like both teams to make over a
0: 33-yard field goal? (laughs) I mean, that's not very freaky. But I like it. Okay, I mean, is that plus money? Well, both team. No, it's minus one hundred and ten. Like, I want to take something that we can each put not a ton of money, like a half a unit on type of deal. And we there make be a-, a successful onside kick. I don't hate that. How about? Will there be a missed extra point? I saw that one. Will How about? Safety? Wow. How about? I'm thinking if we took like – oh, I have a good idea. Here we go. Let's take – we could double down on Quez Watkins. But it, I'm thinking we take like a, like a Jared McKinnon to score two touchdowns is plus 1,000. You know, if we each put twenty-five bucks, that's five hundred bucks total, and we give away fifty, if that happens, I like We're, that. This is the idea. We're just throwing things out here. We yeah. will have an official. We'll have an official thing come Su- Super Bowl Sunday. That's a fact.
1: I'm posting right now and the, the ones in the image that I'm posting are, will there be a lead change in the fourth quarter? Will there be a successful fourth down conversion? Will there be a successful onside kick? Will there be a mixed extra point? Will there be a special teams or defensive touchdown? Will the game be tied after zero, zero? Will there be a safety? And that is eight of over 300 different things to bet on. Go Chiefs. Not much else to say. Quaz Watkins. be looking alive. Go, Quest, Watkins, buckle up, drive the lane.
2: And go, Buckeyes, beat the Wildcats. Clocking out early, that's the dish I don't like. Been getting paid since I was riding on the bike. Hit the pedal with the eighth, hopping on the ninth flight. I've been chilling out of sight, I'll be at the bar tonight. Told the bartender, go and take my car to swipe. You try the same thing, but your car get declined. basement i'm anxious in the real world it's time for me to say this the basics the talent in my mind i can't waste it my life is too safe it's my time for it's taken i'm baking my mind every day it's the same ish. lazy my grind needs to get a new facelift coming from the underground and busting through the pavement rock with it and lean with it my team it. my team so raving, racing and pacing around all these lames in my lane out my way unless you're trying to pay me not from the playpen it's coming from the jungle when you hear the bell you better be ready to rumble because i'ma grab the gloves and i'm gonna flex my muscles go ahead and spit some bars but you're probably just gonna mumble a lot of rappers these days really need to get them humble because they think to stop before they stumble Cause I'm swiping all their biddies While they swiping right on Bumble And your girlie calls me daddy But she only calls you uncle But no, we not related, homie No, we not some fam You never get in clubs You can't even get in sand. You never get in dubs Like the Browns from the land When push comes to shove Wave that towel in your hand Rock with it And lean with it My team win it My team it